Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, not quite from my hospital bed, but please uh, be upstanding for me. Thank you. Yes, here we are. Well, listen, apologies for those of you who've been looking for me on talk radio. Well, uh, it's been it's been seven days I haven't been on the air on talk radio. I have to admit that uh, I am going into hospital on the 22nd, I think, of November uh, to have a new hip because of my extensive sporting activities uh, and my fairly hard physical life. Uh, it's caught up with me, I'm afraid. Uh, and so the reason I haven't been on the air is I have uh, anybody who suffers with um, back joint pain or anything like that, uh, all my friends on talk sport who I used to laugh at, all the footballers and the cricketers, Goffey was hobbling around on crutches not long ago and I thought that was quite amusing. I apologise profusely to all of them because to be quite honest, I've never felt pain like this. And um, and it just, I don't know if anybody else has experienced this, just sitting down. You sit down for two minutes, you've got to get up. You try lying down, you have to get up. You, the only thing I can do to, to alleviate the pain is walk about. I must have walked miles in the last week. Absolutely miles. Anyway, uh, enough of my problems. There are lots of people with a lot more, but that's why I haven't been on talk radio. But... Um, I hope to be back before long. And, of course, uh, from my own home studio underneath the stairs, uh, here we are with our weekly broadcast. Maybe we will increase the weekly broadcast. Depends whether I can sit here and not get up and walk around uh, for a while. But if I get up and walk around, Rob will just have to take over and do the very exciting tech talk feature in this programme that absolutely nobody listens. I mean, everybody listens to. It's a good one this week. Is it really? Yeah. Well, it better be. Um, right, let's kick off. I, I get ill on the most interesting and entertaining week in politics for some considerable time. Uh, so let's um, let's take it easy. Let's go through it. And remember, if you have a view, you want to air your air your views on points in the news. All you've got to do is uh, email me jameswellradio at gmail dot com. Altogether, what is the email? James Well Come on, all together. Yep, James Whale Radio at gmail.com. Slightly, slightly slow, but there we are. I'm the one on drugs. Uh, if I, these drugs I'm taking, I think, what are they? Cocodamol. You have to be very careful, apparently. They're quite addictive. Um, but they do make me slur slightly. I haven't noticed. Ugh, I'm glad about that. Uh, so, anyway. Uh, let's start off with, um, I don't know whether anybody saw this the other day, uh, but I have to, I have to raise a pint. I'm not drinking at the moment either. Uh, raise a glass to the head of NHS, um, who gave a speech the other day. It was a fascinating speech who actually told the government, uh, and the politicians, uh, what they need to know about the NHS, that the NHS is underfunded, um, uh, needs a complete sort out and would like to thank 
the government for the money that they're going to put in the extra £350 million. I can never remember whether it was a week or a day. I think it was, let's say it was a week anyway, promised by those people who thought leaving the European Union was a good idea. Well, uh, the head of NHS, uh, the big boss of the NHS, making his speech, said that as far as he was concerned, this was a promise made to the people of Britain during the referendum. And he believes, and it's an interesting point, he believes the vast majority of people voted for Brexit in the belief that the NHS would get a whopping great uh, cash injection. Well, we all know that that was a lie by the Leave group of people who kept on doing it, the people like Boris Johnson, like Andrea Loathsome, like many others uh, who jumped off the red bus with £350 to the NHS slapped along the side. And I think uh, the, the head of the NHS, uh, Mr Stevens, uh, made a very good point. I think a lot of people voted to leave Europe uh, on the understanding that the NHS would be properly financed. This, of course, could not be further from the truth. Um, so, I, I, you know, we live in a fascinating time, don't we? We live in a time when America and Britain... Two nations that the the world, I think the world did look up to, to a certain extent, have now become the most stupid-looking countries in the world. America is being run by a man who has the intellect of a five-year... Well, no, five-year-old's probably more intelligent. The intellect of a P, uh, because he appeals to people who are stupid... You know, the, the right-wing Christian extremists in America who think he's great when everybody else can see he's a complete and utter idiot. And in this country, uh, we've got politicians who obviously were obsessed with their own self-importance. I'll come on to the sexual um, proclivities, if that's the right word, a little later on. I, I, I want to have a little chat about that because I think that's getting completely stupid at the moment. Um, where, what, what, what is going on? I mean, the people who are in Parliament obviously don't deserve to be there. I mean, they're obviously quite bright, a lot of them, but actually full of their own self-importance. So here we are, people voted to leave Europe, uh, thinking, many of them thinking, that that would mean that the NHS was going to be better funded. This referendum that we had to leave Europe has caused an enormous amount of hardship. It is causing hardship. Nobody seems to understand it. It's causing hardship to the people who don't know where their lives are going to be in the future. It's causing hardship to people who are going to lose their jobs. The smug, self-centred politicians... Let's, let's talk, first of all, about Boris Johnson, a man who uh, I actually... Uh, got sacked from uh, Talk Sport a number of years, well, over 10 years ago, because I made a joke about uh, supporting him for Mayor of London, which was a joke, which any intelligent uh, organisation would have realised was a joke. Thankfully, I now work for Talk Radio, which is run by a completely different organisation and people. And, and uh, you know, it was a joke then, and it's a joke now. He is a joke. There is no... There is no doubt that he is an intelligent man. I've met him many times. He's a very he's a very nice guy. He's very 
He's very sociable, likes a little drink, uh, tells lots of jokes, has a laugh, knows all sorts of stuff about uh, all sorts of things. Mind you, so does Ash on my programme on talk radio. And you wouldn't want Ash running the country either. Well, you wouldn't want me running it. Um, Boris is a buffoon. I mean, Boris is. He's, he's, the, he's the clown in the class. He is the guy who gets up and wants to be entertaining. So here's a man who's running the Foreign Office. Here's a man who uh, who thought he was so important, so clever, wouldn't tell David Cameron until the day before uh, the referendum started and people started choosing sides. The day before, he wouldn't say which way he was going to go. So he's not that bothered about leaving Europe. Whatever he says, he was just looking for the best way for Boris. And now it's beginning to unravel, isn't it? Uh Boris is uh, being shown not to be very clever uh, when it comes down to it. This appalling uh, guff he made at the select committee, which could put this lady in Iran's uh, life in jeopardy, could mean that she serves more time in prison and serving time in prison uh, in Iran is not good for your health. And we should have sorted the Iranians out a long time ago. He should have been made to go over there. He should have been made to stay in Iran until he brought her back. End of. Then we have Pretty Patel. Now, I've interviewed Pretty Patel a few times, a woman who's more obsessed with her own self-importance than anybody I've met for ages. She was a local MP in Essex when I was doing the breakfast show for the BBC in Essex, uh, and she really didn't like to talk to local radio stations, even though the local radio stations represented the people who got her into Parliament. So she would never talk unless she was in Westminster. She would never come into the studios. Uh, she would always want to do it, what they call, down the line. Um, and her arrogance, her arrogance, as far as I'm concerned, and this is my own personal opinion, her arrogance defied belief, to be honest with you. She thought, I mean, I think, I think she thought she was Prime Minister or obviously going to become Prime Minister. And now we see what has happened to her. Now, when I'm doing this, we don't know who's going to be the next uh, Secretary of State for uh, Overseas Development. Uh, and what a mess we're in. I mean, nobody, nobody would have considered that Jeremy Corbyn could have in any way become the next Prime Minister of this country. In fact, I said he definitely wouldn't until a few weeks ago. And now... Pretty Patel goes off to Africa, knowing full well she's in trouble. So she jumps on a plane to get away from it. She's hauled back by the Prime Minister in front of everybody. And then she resigns. No, she bloody well doesn't resign. She's sacked the stupid minister. She's kicked out on her ass. But because they all want to save face and they don't want to upset everybody... She's got a letter, probably written before she got back. They've both exchanged letters saying, yes, she made a mistake and she would resign her position. She didn't resign her position. She was called back. She was publicly humiliated and sacked. And the thing that annoys me now is that, that, that our Prime Minister, Theresa May, who doesn't deserve to be there, she's shown by calling the election that up the entire country, that she has absolutely no business being in power. But the problem is, 
I am beginning to see on both sides of the House of Commons an enormous amount of people who really have no interest in you and me, the people of this country. They are thinking only of themselves and their so-called political careers. Now, whether Priti Patel had actually told the Foreign Office, I, Boris Johnson, and uh, the people in the Foreign Office, she was going to meet with people in Israel, I don't know. But I do find it very, very difficult to believe that you go on holiday for a couple of weeks and end up having 12 meetings that nobody knew about. And then to go to the Golan Heights, where, to be quite frank, she should know we don't recognise in this country, is unforgivable. I mean, she's either very stupid or, well, no, she's very stupid. Well, she's not stupid, is she? So she what did she think she was doing? I imagine she probably thought she told the people, I don't know. To be quite honest, I don't know. Uh, But what I do know is something is going on that we, the people, are not being told uh, because she was sacked, but then they called it a resignation because it was done publicly. Boris Johnson's keeping his head down. He should have been sacked. I mean, we are in such a f***ing mess at the moment. I'm excuse my language. That we have become as big a joke as Donald Trump. Yeah, no, seriously, we must be looked upon by the rest of the world at the moment as an absolute, it's like a carry-on movie, carry-on parliament, carry-on, God knows, it's just ridiculous. Then we get to the sexual misconduct. Now, listen, if anybody has committed a rape, if anybody has committed any kind of offence, they need to be dealt with. Mrs. W and I were talking about this the other day, and she was saying she could not understand because what this is doing, she says, is making women look weak. If, you know, and okay, you might be, well, I, I, yeah, I've, I've had attentions from guys that I've worked with before that are unwanted people I've actually worked for before. No, I'm not going to name any names. I told the bloke to go stuff himself. And a lot of, you know, it happens, doesn't it? Well, you know, it does. But this, this, this whole business now that seems to be mushrooming and people say, well, you can't do it. No, you can't. If somebody talks to you like that or makes a grab for your knee or lunges to kiss you or puts their hand on your bum, man or woman, slap them hard or, or shout loudly and embarrass them. And the idea that there were journalists who were a bit frightened of their jobs Journalists are incredibly powerful people. They have a lot of power over people. I mean, it's just get, it's getting silly now. But if, if the things that, you know, Michael Fallon obviously did what he was accused of, then he's an idiotic idiot and deserved to be got rid of. But not maybe for just as Julia, you know, he put his hand on her knee and she told him where he could go and what he could do. And, and if you happen to be a junior working in an office and, and some boss in any walk of life did that, presumably you would do that. And if, if they kicked up a fuss, you kick up a bigger fuss. You know, this is, this, we're in a situation now where we've got a minister of defence who's been appointed, who doesn't know very much about the army, um, has only been interviewed twice since he got elected to parliament, isn't very well known, isn't very good in front of a camera, which, by the way, is very important if you are going to get the confidence of the people. 
I mean, we are in a ridiculous state. Most of it, and I'm sorry to go back to it, but most of it seems to have been caused by this flipping referendum that David Cameron gave everybody because he thought UKIP were going to beat him in the election. So he thought he'd give everybody a a referendum, which he didn't think would go this way. Now it has. He's disappeared because he's got millions. He doesn't give us stuff. Parliament and parliamentarians are split because a lot of them know that leaving the European Union, the European Union needs a good sort out. The European Parliament is is as messed up as any other big bureaucracy needs a sort out. But you don't sort it out by running away. So we've now got ourselves into this situation where people don't want to lose face. I mean, poor old Boris, he should have been sacked ages ago. He shouldn't still be there. Now, who would you replace him with, though? Because they're running, there are very few people around. And, of course, they're now deciding who we replace. We must have a Brexiteer or we mustn't. You know, the country has been lied to, not on purpose in many. I think the country has been misled because of the inadequacies of the people in Parliament. I think we have a bunch of people. You've got on the Labour side, extreme Marxists, well, extreme left-wingers who have a vision of this country, uh, which I think a lot of people don't share, who are now uh, mobilising their troops to get the more interested, who probably would vote in the main for the... I mean, yeah, we we could have a very left-wing government in this country, I'm not talking about a sort of Labour government of Tony Blair or the Labour government of Harold Wilson or the Labour go- You know, I'm talking about an extremely left-wing Labour government, which has never worked for this country and the people wouldn't like, where we probably end up with, with strikes and, uh, and, 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 you know, over-nationalisation and everything else. But this is, this is what's happened because we've got weak people. A lot of people voted because they don't like foreigners. I understand that. Lots of people think that they would get a better deal without being in Europe. And an enormous amount of people uh, felt that it was a good way of getting the NHS more money, which, of course, we know wasn't true. And had we lowered the voting age because those people who are 16 now should have been given some say in the future of this country, also the people who have made their lives in this country from abroad should have been allowed to have their say, and also Brits who live abroad should have been allowed. None of these people were allowed to vote in the referendum. So it is not the will of the people. I get sick of that that particular phrase by them, they'll smuggle it. Now, the will of the people must be carried out. Even, even Theresa May doesn't seem to know whether, you know, she's facing forward or backwards. I don't know what the answer is, by the way. I think if she was to go today, uh, the, the, the economy of this country would sink. We would become a laughingstock. I don't know what the answer is. I don't even know. Who would you want as leader of this country? I kind of thought David Davis, but I think he's too old and past it now. I don't know. I really have no idea. <laughs> Some people have begin to think Tony Blair's looking uh, looking more attractive by the moment. I don't agree with that either. I have no idea. What do we do? I think we actually start saying we don't believe a word you flipping say. You know, you're so you're, you're so involved with either f- chatting each other up, getting pissed having affairs or or trying to lord it over other people, that the business of running the country has sadly been forgotten. Luckily, James Whale is still around. Yay! At the moment. Oh. Yeah. 
Anybody's got any ideas, get in touch. You can call us on our phone. Fu- is our phone box working or not? It's, it's working, yes. It's working. Uh, 0117-230-1771. Got any thoughts? Leave them there. Or email me, jameswellradio at gmail.com. Uh, we, we are in very, very difficult times. Um, if you haven't seen the new Minister of Defence being interviewed, you've got to look out for it. It is, it is, you just, you'll scream. He is the most ineffectual, uncharismatic minister I have ever seen. Uh, It's a joke, but this is a joke that's going to affect all of us. I mean, we are all going to suffer because of this. In the end, I think the civil servants will have to take over because I don't think the politicians are are capable. Mind you, if the civil servants take over, we'll probably find they've all been, you know, having uh, having liaisons with each other as well. I mean, this is something that happens in every walk of life, whether it's your work in the movie business, entertainment, politics, if you're in the health service, education, you know, people do carry on like this. And now we, we've got to this fever pitch with... Oh, oh, uh, so-and-so put his hand on my shoulder and squeezed me rather tightly and it frightened me and I didn't know what to do. Turn around and tell them to piss off. I think I've said enough about that, do you? Uh, You've done quite a bit, yes. Yeah, okay. Um, This is James Well and this is my podcast radio show. You can hear it here where you're listening to it anytime you like. Um, But as I'm not on talk radio at the moment because I'm about to have an operation on my hip, um, uh, I'm still here. I'll still be here, even, even, even. I might do it from a hospital bed. Who Ooh. knows? Uh, but this, is, we are in a in a in a really strange time. Some of these politicians think they can do what the f- they like. It is embarrassing. It is embarrassing to our whole country, Boris. Now you're a funny bloke. You do a roaring trade as a stand-up comedian, but you know you're talking to people um, who take you seriously. You're talking to people who haven't a clue what you're saying because a lot of us don't know what you're talking about half the time. Uh, Pretty Patel, go and get a job outside politics. You're never, ever, ever going to be trusted again. And that goes for a lot of them. A lot of them. I mean, to be fair, Michael Fallon, who's now stepped down because of his, his um, uh, apparently his, his behaviour towards women, uh, is, to say the least, old-fashioned. He's not been accused of doing anything that is illegal, but his, his, his sort of uh, propensity to grab knees and uh, try and kiss people and things like that um, are not on. Um, probably he'd be very good at the job. Probably he was very good at the job. Everybody I've met says he was a, a damn good Minister of Defence. Uh, and... Probably the sorts of behaviour patterns some older guys have uh, were acceptable 20 or 30 years ago. Not acceptable now. And we older people have to understand that it is a new way of living. And you cannot get away. You can't, you know, you can't talk. I I think a lot of it is people don't realise they're getting older. Because in your head, you don't realise you're getting older. So you might come on to somebody a lot younger than you. I'm not making excuses, by the way. I'm just trying to work out why people do it. The sort of the sort of behaviour, the sort of, you know, pinching of bottoms, which I don't ever remember happening, but apparently did, um, and the sort of, uh, you know, hugging people all the time, sort of not acceptable. Whistling when a woman walks past, not acceptable anymore. 
you know, uh, very camp gay guys used to sort of uh, give you a squeeze and, and hug you. Not acceptable anymore. I remember one guy, quite a famous guy, uh, grabbing hold of me and uh, giving me a huge hug and saying, oh, I, I bet you really liked it. And I, I remember telling him, sod off now or else. Um, and today somebody might have gone and complained and said, oh, it shocked me and I was really hurt and very upset. I mean, it's not, it's not the right sort of behavior to have, but, you know, people, people mess around, don't they? And they have to be told to stop. People have to know how to behave. And if you are a cabinet minister or a politician, then you are expected to behave better than other people. But we've got ourselves into such a f***ing mess that I don't know what we need. We need a clear out at the moment. I mean, some of the people in politics just, 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 and this is on both sides, by the way. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, some people say I'm, I'm getting a bit more left wing in my uh, views. I'm not getting left wing at all. I don't believe in, I was going to say I don't believe in equality, but actually I don't believe that we are all equal. We're not equal. No, but none of you listening to me think you're equal. You think you're better, slightly better than everybody. We all do. We all have it in built in us that we, you know, we, we quite like ourselves. Hopefully we do. Um, and, uh, and wouldn't want to consider ourselves just to be the same as everybody else. Or is that just me? No, no, that's normal. Yeah, otherwise, you've given up on life if you want to just be like everyone else. I mean, you want to strive, would, to wouldn't be you? Yeah. yeah. Every, 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 we've all got that little idea that something's around the corner that might be really, you know, you might win the lottery or something around the corner if you do the lottery, or you might get a promotion or whatever. But, the, you know, we have to stop. This this has to stop. The, 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 the last straw for me was bringing Pretty Patel back from Africa making her come back, and then pretending she'd resigned. I mean, that's just the most banal thing I've ever heard. You just can't do that. You know, the, and then, then some of these, these Labour MPs, who obviously have been saying one thing and doing another, um, it's, ju it's, it's just not on. I don't know what we do. I, 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 you know, I'm... I'm, I'm, I'm I'm rather tempted to think what we need is someone just to take over. We need a perhaps we need a coalition of the best political brains together to sort things out. Going ahead with Brexit now, with leaving the European Union in the state our political system is in is just bonkers. Whether we want to do it in the future or not, I'm not saying, but doing it now with the people that we have representing this country is just stupid. We have better think again. Um, okay, so I've, I've got to stop that uh, now. Let's talk. About, let's talk about something more pressing. There are other other problems, of course, at the moment, like Christmas. Yep, that's a big. You're problem. a big Christmas fan, aren't you? Uh, it's giving me all sorts of headaches. I've got one right now thinking about it. Why? It's all to do with a doll's house. I'll go into it some other day. Oh, right. Well, I don't do Christmas, so it doesn't really matter. We haven't sent, Mrs. W and I haven't sent Christmas cards uh, for 20 odd years, probably 30 odd years. I know. I've never received one from you. <laughs> well, I don't send them. And, and uh, don't send me one, otherwise, you make me feel bad for no reason. Uh, but, you know, we, we, I enjoy Christmas dinner. I do, I do like a Christmas dinner. It has to be turkey. It has to have bacon, sausages. It has to have stuffing. Bread sauce is a big must. 
uh, roast potato, roast parsnips, sprouts. Has to be uh, have the whole lot. I love it, and it's for me. It's a celebration. It's saying goodbye to the last year and looking forward to the new year. I'm having chicken. I'm, I'm giving up with turkey. Why? Because it never tastes very nice. Well, that's the way you cook it. And what I suggest you do is you buy a turkey crown, not the whole turkey, just the turkey crown, and you roast it with, with rashes of bacon over the top of it. With my cooking skills, I'll be better off just buying a turkey drumstick and covering it in breadcrumbs or something and shove it in the oven. Um, a chicken's easier. It's not, not, not at all. Uh, who's doing the cooking? I always end up doing the cooking. I'm just going to buy a chicken in a bag with some uh, barbecue sauce on it and whack it in the oven. Oh, well, man. Sounds to me like child abuse in your family again. Your your daughter should have a proper Christmas dinner. I'll just tell her it's turkey. Hmm. Do you not think in November it's a bit early for Christmas music? Well, I asked it on Facebook, and uh, a lot of it because this is this comes from a story where uh, people in retail have now started playing Christmas music in the stores, and apparently it's detrimental to a lot of people. It destroys their Christmas spirit, and it it drives them mad hearing this stuff over and over again. Uh, Rod Hardesty, hello, Rod. He says uh, far too early. One an hour from the first week in December, then build up each week. He's talking about radio, of course. Rod Hardesty. Is that the same Rod Hardesty I asked this the other day that used to work? Was it on Pennine Radio in uh, in Yorkshire? I can't remember. Uh, Mark Moody says Christmas is too early for Christmas music. Christmas is too early for Christmas music. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, Jay Moore says, I'm sure Shaking Stevens' dulcet tones will ring out across every store soon. Uh, Jonathan Cooper? Oh, God, yes, it's too early. If people can't contain their excitement for Christmas until December, can they at least hold back until after Remembrance Sunday? Uh, Carol Dean says, I will walk out of shops that insist on playing Christmas music before December. And Alison Browning says, it's always too early. I hate Christmas music anyway. It grates on your head. In fact, shops shouldn't play music anyway. I admit I love religious Christmas music in a cathedral, even though I'm not religious, but the tat pumped out in the overheated shops from autumn onwards drives me up the f***ing wall. Fecking. Not not the other one. Fecking. Oh, fecking wall. Oh, sorry, Alison. Fecking wall. I've not got my right glasses on. Fecking wall, yeah. Um... I was surprised at you using the other word, to be honest, Alison, but there we are. I agree. Actually, I agree with the you know, not being a, always keen to have a dig at religion, of course, as you know I am. Um, but uh, being in a big cathedral, even in a church, you know, it, it, it's part of the pantomime of this time of year, isn't it? I like the, I'm You know, when you get all those people dressed... Yeah, all the kids dressed up in the frocks and the, and the men dressed up in their long frocks and singing and looking very sincere. And it's like witch doctors dancing around the maypole, isn't it? <laughs> well, it's nothing like witch doctors dancing around the maypole. Yeah, it is. Um, Al Willis says it's too early for love songs when it's not Valentine's. It's too early for rock music if there's no rock festival. Holidays are a socially structured entity. The content of a song should not have anything to do with when a song can be enjoyed. Right. Okay. Um, uh, Judith uh, Arslan says I download Maria Lanza's music a month ago. Can't beat it. It's music at the end of the day, and the older style traditional Christmas tunes always get me into the spirit. 
That's, that's very nice. As long as you play them to yourself and nobody else. Uh, Michael Rogers says, uh, yes, very early, James. Well, the proper rule of thumb is that Christmas music should never be played until after Remembrance Sunday. I think that's too early anyway. Hugh Williams says, if I ever hear that driving home for Christmas tune again, there's no telling what I will do. Driving home for Christmas Oh, I can't wait to see those faces (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I I I always remember listening to that first time, listening to that, driving home. Uh, for Christmas, having been working away for a while. Uh, Lucy Joanne Badman says, uh, when you work in retail, we had to dress our Christmas crap in three weeks ago. And I am very well acquainted with a singing Christmas tree, so bring it on. And uh, let's squeeze one more. David Benjamin said, it's never too early for a bit of Yuletide vocalising. So there are your thoughts on Christmas uh, on Christmas music. Um, should we take a break for some music now? Have we got something, uh, this week? Yeah, I think this, this might do. Um, Merry Christmas, you suckers. Merry Christmas, you suckers, you miserable men. That old festive season is with you again. You'll be spending your money on cartloads of junk. And from here till New Year, you'll be drunk as a skunk. Merry Christmas, you suckers, it's perfectly clear that you fall for it all a bit sooner each year. If it goes on like this, you'll find pretty soon you're singing White Christmas as early as June. The Christmas card bracket would cost you a packet. Now there's e-cards and annual plight. The seasonal tweet makes card obsolete and saves loads of cash if you're tight. You'll be taking the kids round the multiple stores To be frightened to death by some old Santa Claus And it's parties with spirits and vino and beer Merry Christmas, you suckers, and a Happy New Year Merry Christmas, you suckers, you bleary-eyed lot You'll never get rid of that headache you've got But I hope you'll feel splendid, you certainly should your stomachs distended with turkey and foot. Merry Christmas, you suckers. Jump into your cars, roar up to your neighbours to sink a few jars. Though your vision is doubled, just keep smiling through. There are others in trouble, a lot worse than you. Beyond any question, acute indigestion will plague you and make you unwell. Wake up each morning, undoubtedly feeling like hell. But stick to it, suckers, go swallow a pill. For this is the season of peace and goodwill. While we patiently wait for that nuclear blast. Merry Christmas, you suckers, it may be your last. Uh, there we are. That was a, a bit of laugh. Brett Marvin and the Thunderbolts, or uh, a Roger Twiggy Day, as he used to be 
uh, on Radio Caroline many, many years ago. Um, should we do uh, should we do tech talk now? Because I seem to have been talking for a long time. Yeah, that's that's kind of deliberate, really. Is it? All oh, right. Okay. Well, I, mean, I had a lot to say because I haven't been on the air for a week. And it seems to me that all these politicians think they're getting... So, listen, could everybody make sure that they share this broadcast with at least five people? Or listen to it five times. Or listen to it five times. Actually, can we send it to various politicians whose uh, whose emails and uh, Twitter sites we've got? Uh, I can do that, yes. Uh, isn't that spamming, yeah. though? Isn't that what? Spamming. No. Okay. They should listen to this. Okay, all right. Well, this is part of their education, is not spamming at all. They should send it, send it to it. Actually, I was thinking, my friend James Cleverly, who is uh, um, a Conservative Member of Parliament, I have a lot of time for James. I think he would make a very good Prime Minister eventually, so remember that name, James Cleverly. It's all in the name. Uh, yeah, I suppose it is, really. Um, anyway, do we have tech talk or not? Uh, I have some tech talk, yes. Because you said it would be interesting. So uh, as we are um, as we are running out of time, maybe what we should do as well is um, we should we should while I'm off, we maybe do a live uh, a live show one night on Facebook. Well, we I don't know how will we do it live. We could do it on Facebook, couldn't we? We could do it on Facebook, or we could do it on um, YouTube Live or um, Periscope. No, yeah. Facebook Live probably better. Yeah. Well, why don't people tell us where they think it would be best, and we will do that. Yeah, we, we we can't have any cameras, though. I'm very camera shy. Yeah, well, we'll just do a radio show, and people can, can listen to it. Well, you can, I, I can be on camera if you want, because I'll make it very moody here in the office and wear, um, wear lots of makeup. I'm growing a big bushy beard at the moment. Are you? Yeah. You're going to be Santa this year. Well, because of my back, I haven't been able to do Sky or any television either for a while. So I thought I'd just see how how my beard grows until um, and, until I have to go out in public again. You couldn't really be Santa, though, could you? You have to sit in a chair all day. Yeah, I'm beginning to ache now. So can we get on with this? Okay, uh, revenge porn. Good. Revenge porn. Do you, this is a family show. Yeah, well, Facebook have come up with a solution. And, what, uh, for porn? No, revenge porn. You know when people threaten to put uh, photographs of uh, your boyfriend or girlfriend when they split up or whatever on, on social oh, media? Oh, that's all. Oh, I see. Not the sort of porn that apparently some politicians have been uh, reported looking at. No, no, no. But Facebook have come up with a, a solution to try and uh, stop oh, just revenge oh, gosh. porn oh, from happening. Bleh. Oh, oh, oh. <coughs> oh. I forgot I'd left the cup of coffee on the side there for uh, since breakfast, and I just sort of had a... Oh, God, that was horrible. Cold. Very cold. Anyway, right, moving on. Uh, so if you want to stop revenge porn, all you have to do is upload your naked photos to Facebook, let them have a look at it, and uh, if they find matching photos ever on their site, they'll remove them. And then we're all likely to do that, aren't we? I've done mine already. Have you? Yes. Do you know, I can't think of anything more... Vaulting than seeing you naked. I mean, I don't want to upset you, but you know, I'm I'm quite sort of quite glad that you find it revolting looking at me mm-hmm. naked in some strange way. Really? Yes. Mm. Okay. Uh, Twitter, two hundred and forty characters now. Yeah, I know. Not happy. Not not keen on it. 
Um, it doesn't make much difference to me because I just say what I want to say. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I, I don't think. Uh, I don't think it really matters, does it? What about people like Donald Trump and uh, Katie Hopkins having more of a say? Well, Katie Hopkins and Donald Trump are both uh, psychologically inadequate, and, um, and and you know Donald Trump is slightly more dangerous he, because he is in a position of power. Uh, I just feel very sorry for Haiti Hopkins. Haiti Hopkins. Haiti Hopkins. Katie Hopkins. I just feel sorry for her because you know she's uh, obviously not got much love in her life, and I think that's what makes her the way she is. Reminds me of Betty Swallocks. Yeah. Who's Betty Swallocks? <laughs> same, same whatever you said, same idea. Switch the um, the first letters round of... Oh, what was sweaty, that? Sweaty Hollocks. No, it doesn't matter. Moving on. Uh, iPhone X, don't drop them. They shatter completely. Big time. You don't end up with a crack. What? You end up with just thousands of pieces. Really? Yeah, loads of people okay. have dropped them and they just completely shatter. Oh. Well, they must replace them. And also there's a huge bug in uh, the iPhone now. and they've uh, We've had four releases since iOS 11 and the latest one you can't use the letter I. Why? Exactly, you get a, like a question mark in the letter Y, I think. How <laughs> did you know that? <laughs> I don't know. It autocorrects every time you use the letter I in a word. It autocorrects it to a question mark and I think it is the letter Y or an A. It's very strange. <laughs> All right, moving on, on board. Well, that's it. Now, uh, films? Yeah, what films? Oh, I, I, you know, I was talking about Donald Trump earlier. Yeah. We, are, we asked on Facebook, uh, how do you think he's doing? Chris Higgs said he's doing great and would do even better if certain idiots stopped blocking his bills. Chris, are you getting any help medically? <laughs> Along with Paul Dickinson, who said, oh, I like him. And Kieran Fox said it would be great if he and May realised the population are not their enemy and started instilling inspiration in people, shutting them off only breeds anarchy. Kieran, we're talking about a nutcase. <laughs> Billy Knox says, uh, well, he's not started the Third World War, so I take it he's doing OK. <laughs> I mean, just some... Um, Lisa Gordon, Lisa J. Gordon said, he's only been in power since January the 20th. I'm thrilled with exit from Paris Accord, improvement in Syria... Uh, and Iraq, uh, reference IS, tough on paedophiles, crackdown on illegal immigration, end of tip, uh, pushback on rampant liberalism. I enjoy his style, no matter what people think of him. He at least represents something different to the Soros puppets elsewhere. I think he is misunderstood and maligned by the media with a very clear agenda, i.e. globalism. He's brought into the open how biased the media is, how the Dems and the Rep are cheeks of the same arse and how little democracy we actually have. Lisa, you need help, darling, honestly, and there are loads of you. A lot of people who uh, who think... Uh, Chris Shaw says the only good thing he has said is that we need to be less politically correct. Well, I yeah, I think... Uh, I don't even think he knows what political correctness is. And actually, yeah, I'm, uh, anyway, never mind. I'm, I'm just worried about the mental capacity of some of our listeners. So we're skipping films then? No, no, I do the film. You were going to do... Were you going to do a porn film? 
No, I was going to do the film Hampstead. Oh, right, OK, Hampstead, yeah. Yeah, it's OK. I felt a bit guilty watching it, though. Why? Because it's from one of them Weinstein film thing company things. When you see that logo come up at the beginning of a film now, you think, should I be watching this? Is this the right thing to do? Well, I thought they would say, well, you know, I don't think you can you can blame all the, the, the people who've made a movie for for one person's actions. Uh, why don't they take change the name of the production company or something? That's true. They could just take the logo off the beginning of the film, I suppose. Yeah. Exactly. It was an all right So film. what was the movie about? It was about uh, a man who lived in a shack um, and the developers were going to take over the land he was on because he lived there for more than 12 years. He may have been uh, entitled to keep the land, so it was a court case kind of thing and a love interest. And it was actually all right. It was actually quite good. But did it have anything to do with Hampstead? Yes. Hampstead in Britain? Yes. Oh, right, OK. And uh, I've booked my tickets to go and see The Last Jedi. So I would have thought they, knowing what a fan of Star Wars you are, would have sent you free tickets. No, I didn't think I, you had I, to I've, pay. I've got, I've got tickets, free tickets. I just had to book them. And I also, right. I, I'm also, and because I tweeted that I've booked the dates and everything, Cineworld, the nice, kind people at Cineworld, have given me loads of food as well when I get there. Oh, right. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure you'll enjoy it. I'm just going to keep mentioning Cineworld everywhere I go now to get free stuff. Cineworld. Yeah, what great. a great movie house that is! It is. It's one of the best. So there we are. I just did an advert. If you need to see a movie, Cineworld is the place to be. Don't go anywhere else. Go to Cineworld, where comfort and movies come first. Exactly. That's exactly what I feel when I go there, and I go there two or three times a week. <laughs> I've just got a few uh, a few thoughts in from people on Facebook about uh, the NHS boss um, and the 350 million a week promised by Leave campaigns. Uh, John Cooper said he's not that clever, is he? We've not left the EU yet, so at the minute we are still paying in. This is a conversation for after we've left. John, John, wake up. Uh, Karen Cliff says no, because as soon as we officially leave, the money will be available. No, Karen, it won't. They've never, ever promised $350 million no. to the NHS. This was the Leave campaign who said, we send the EU £350 million a week, let's fund our NHS with it instead. It doesn't say that either. See, it's very clever. It's all what? in the wording. We send the EU £350 million a week. Let's fund our NHS instead. That doesn't say with the 350 million. It's just saying, why don't we give some of the money? That's what is inferred. That is, that is misleading, and people thought that's what was going to happen. Sandy Robinson said, the fact is, no one will be better off with the extra money we will not be sending to the EU. The extra will disappear into the financial soup pot uh, to best support big business farmers. and be You, you know, it... it <laughs> Sandy, by the time we've actually, if we ever leave the EU, uh, it will have cost us so much. We won't be making any more money. And you're absolutely right. Uh, there are an enormous amount of organisations who relied on EU grants, which was part of the money we paid in, uh, to fund them, uh, which will still want them and may end up, of course, going out of business Adrian Bullen said, I would love to see a breakdown in this so-called 350 million modern-day propaganda. The Leave campaign have, uh, have, have already admitted that maybe they got it wrong. 
lots of people talking about that. Bob uh, Scatchard said, uh, I think everyone is bored of Brexit. It doesn't even really feel like a thing. Whatever it is doesn't affect our day-to-day living. Uh, listen, Rob, this is where you're so wrong. Uh, Richard Todd, anyone who believed that uh, 350 million a week will be plunged into the NHS deserves to be in an asylum. Well, yeah, but anybody who voted, uh, my view, voted to leave Europe for any reason, you know, but a lot of people did vote to leave Europe because they thought that they'd be better off or the NHS would be better off or both. Right. Uh, you can have your say, by the way. Don't leave it to me. Uh, in fact, what we should do on Facebook is say, don't forget, have your say. Uh, listen to the James Whale Show with Rob. Um, and we'll read out some of your thoughts on what I've been talking about this week, next week. Should we do the phone box? Yeah. Or should we do Wales Mail and then go into the phone box? Oh, yeah, we'll do, we do, we do it the way you want to do it. It's your show. Yeah, exactly. I tell producers that all the time. Paul Oldham uh, sent in an email. He said, uh, Robin James, why was your name before mine? I'm more important. I mean, uh, a okay. mistake, obviously. Hmm, mistake is, we'll go with that. Uh, been catching up on your podcast show and was listening with interest to your views on the new pound coin, which is now rendered as useless and worth nothing. Now, it's the old pound coin that's now rendered useless, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, also, talking about money, what to do you think of the new five and ten pound notes? What do you think of those? Actually, uh, Paul, I love them. I think the new ten pound and five pound notes are brilliant. Don't you? I think they're great. Yeah, we should have all money like that. It's great. Mm, all the new currency that's been brought out has been brought out to stop the frauding of money. Uh, but the question is, how long is it going to be before people find a way of making fraudulent copies of the new currency? Well, where there's a will, there's a way. Anyway, he says, keep up the great podcasts and be intrigued by your thoughts and opinions on this. Yeah, well, I think you're right. But uh, money changes, and uh, I think the new coinage, the pound coin, is nice. I like it. Um, and I also like the 10 and the £5 notes. I think they're cleaner. They uh, they don't tear, which is always useful. And vegans don't like them, so they're obviously a, uh, an improvement. That's another... Five listeners gone. Well, well, I don't think we've got five vegans listening. I'm sure we wouldn't. Vegans wouldn't listen to this sort of program. Won't know now, though, will we? No. Uh, if you're a vegan, drop me a line. Tell me how offended you are. Uh, right. Should we do Whaley's call box? And, of course, if you want to leave a message rather than send a message so we can hear your voice, uh, 0117. 230 uh, is where you can uh, go and leave your message. Shall I press the button now? Press it. Well, I didn't really think much of the introduction there, but I think I'm on the phone to Whaley's phone box. And what I'd like to say is James Whaley's a wonderful man. He's very lucky. He looks just like me. When I was when I'm when I'm older, I will look like James. And thank you for changing my life, James. You're my hero. Thank you. And say hello to Ash for me. And best wishes to Robbo. David in Leicester. Bye bye.
Okay, there we are. Uh, thank you very much indeed for that. Keep your uh, your thoughts coming in. I think it's probably time for uh, questions for the whale now. Uh, yeah, let's do questions for the whale before we get kicked off. Yeah. <clears throat> are you ready, or am I going to have to do the questions and the answers this time? I was just turning the pages. Give me a okay. few seconds right. to turn the page. Gee, me. I mean, I can edit this bit yeah. out. Good. We'll make sure you do. Right. I will. I won't, I won't uh, leave this in. Don't be silly. Right. Uh, Colin Watkins. Can we have a weekly competition, please? Hello, Colin. Butted in just before I got the last bit out. Shall I do it again? What? Colin, Colin Watkins. Can we have a yeah. weekly competition, please? No. Yeah, because it costs lots of money sending things out. And I have to go down the post. I'll tell you what, Colin. Hang on, hang on. I'll tell you what, Colin. You think up the competition and uh, let me know and I'll see. As long as it doesn't involve me going to the post office. Yeah. And what are we going to give away? Virtual prizes. That's that's the answer. Virtual competition, virtual prizes, or copies of my autobiography. Oh, no, we're not going to give any of those. We need to sell a few for Christmas. Otherwise, I'm not getting paid, am I, at the moment? We have an imaginary Sony Hi-Fi to give away next week. So if someone can come up with a... Uh, yeah, yeah. An imaginary competition. We'll give an imaginary Sony. Let's give an Apple Mac computer away. An imaginary Apple Mac computer. Yeah, well, a working one, yes. Yeah, or an imaginary hospital... Um, oh, I've got hospital on the brain. An imaginary holiday, same thing, uh, to the other side of the world. Yes, and we'll do some of the imagining for you. Yeah, yeah. Actually, we need to we need to work out a way to make some money, seeing that I don't get paid if I'm not appearing on the radio. Well, actually, we could do an appeal for people just to send money in, I suppose. There's a donate button on the uh, website. Just click that. Oh, is there? Good. Yeah. Or buy a copy of my book. Um, right. Next that, question. Is for question. Oh, no. Oh, right, well, he did one. I got, got oh, right, one. Oh, right. I thought we'd done loads. Yeah, uh, oh, hang on. Here we go. This, uh, this is going to upset yeah. the vegans again. Uh, Rob oh, James. <laughs> If two vegans have an argument, is it still considered to be a beef? No, no. It's more considered to be a cabbage. <laughs> uh, Dave Billings always... If it's really serious, it's considered to be a cauliflower. <laughs> Dave Billings, should fireworks only be sold to professionals? I'm going to say yes. Yeah, so am I, absolutely. My dog was petrified the other night. Yeah, my my little Luli was uh, was quite worried as well, uh, and there is absolutely no need for this. We talked about it, didn't we, before? Mm. Uh, so I won't bore you with it again. Uh, fireworks should be organised displays. They should not be sold in shops. Supermarkets should be ashamed of themselves. And it wasn't just the other night, actually. It was several nights. It was uh, Friday mm. night, Saturday night, and Sunday. So that's yeah. three nights of terror. Yeah, and and I heard some going off after ten o'clock, and I think it's after ten. It's a, it's illegal to let them off after ten, isn't it? I think it's actually eleven. Oh, right. Unless okay. it's uh, New Year's Eve, and then obviously you're allowed at midnight mm. to one. Oh god, no, we've got to put up with that. <sighs> Never mind. Uh, Mark Green, why are there no whales on your show? You're an idiot. Next question. Uh, Adam Bear. Is the internet now a basic service like water, power and gas? Yes. Yeah, it is. You need to have the internet yeah. in order to yeah. pay for your e- water, yeah. Every, power. Everybody needs to have the internet. It is a basic service, yeah. Uh, Paul Rudd, Armageddon. Is it being blown out of proportion? <laughs> uh, hopefully, it's never going to be blown out of anything. Uh, 
Guardian Hawk. That's an interesting name. Yeah. Made uh, up, I imagine. But go on. <laughs> okay. What do you like with your jelly? Ice cream or custard? Ice cream and custard. I, I don't think jelly is nice with one or the other. I think you have to have a mixture of both. I've never had jelly and custard ever. Well, you need to get out more. Can you get it when you go out? Yeah. Yeah. Well, just make it for yourself. It's easy. Right, my back's hurting, so I am going to go and take some more painkillers. Thank you very much indeed to everybody for uh, getting in touch with the programme. Um, hopefully I'll be back on Talk Radio before too long. In the meantime, uh, keep in touch by uh, this programme, and uh, you can get in touch with me at jamesworldradio at gmail.com. Yes, that's 100% correct. Good. And we will perhaps do a live show in the next week or so. Yeah, we'll, we'll gather everybody around um, a candle yeah. under your staircase. Well, I think it'd be a good idea, but I'm going to have to go now because uh, I can't sit down any longer. Shall I go get the wheelbarrow again? to the James Well Radio Show. For more information, visit www.jameswellradio.co.uk. Why not check us out on facebook.com slash jameswellradioshow or follow James on Twitter at the James Whale. James Whale, the voice of reason.